In the Great Commission, Jesus bids his disciples to go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Few saints have lived out this commandment as fully as St. Francis Xavier, who sacrificed himself to minister to many different groups of people, and is said to have baptized over 30,000 converts in his lifetime. We celebrate his feast day this Sunday, December 3rd. Hello, I'm Ben Wells. I program and maintain our website, goodnewsmagazine.xyz, as well as all their other digital platforms. This is the Saint Saturday for December 2nd, 2023. St. Francis Xavier was born April 7, 1506, in the small castle of Xavier in Novare, modern-day Spain. His father died when he was only nine, during the invasion of Novare by Ferdinand of Aragon. Francis's brothers attempted to expel these invaders, but this only resulted in the local governor destroying all but the family keep of their castle. The castle has since been restored and can be visited today. When he was 19, he left Novare to study at the University of Paris. There, he met and became the roommate of St. Peter Faber. During his study, St. Ignatius Loyola moved in and converted Peter to the priesthood. St. Francis, however, was initially not interested, instead becoming a teacher of Aristotelian philosophy. Ignatius was eventually able to win over St. Francis, and on August 15, 1534, Peter Faber, Ignatius Loyola, Francis Xavier, and five others met together in the chapel of Saint-Denis in Montmartre. There they made vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, and formed plans to evangelize non-believers in the Holy Land. If they were unable to reach the Holy Land, they would accept other missionary orders from the Pope instead. This was the beginning of the Society of Jesus, better known as the Jesuit Order. Francis began studying to become a priest, and traveled to Venice to wait for a ship to the Holy Land. While he was there, Francis faithfully cared for the sick in hospitals. He was never able to visit the Holy Land because of war in the region. During this time, King John III of Portugal felt that his settlers in India were not obeying the laws of God. He therefore therefore asked Pope Paul III to send missionaries to this region. This call was answered by St. Ignatius, who wished to get the Society of Jesus officially recognized by the Pope. Ignatius delegated Simon Rodriguez and Nicholas Bobadilla for this task, but Nicholas became sick, so St. Francis Xavier took his place. He first went to Lisbon, where his companion stayed and started a school by request of the king, who was very pleased with their work. St. Francis was then ready to leave alone for India, but before he left, the Pope named him him Apostolic Nuncio, meaning that he had authority over all the Portuguese clergy in Goa, where he would be landing. He reached Goa, India, on May 6, 1542. The other people on the voyage with him were prisoners, either picked up from Portuguese jail or fleeing from justice back home. They were sadly uninterested in living virtuous lives. 20,000 people on the Pearl Fishery Coast had been baptized years earlier, but had been left with no priest to instruct them. Francis Xavier lived in poverty with the people and enthusiastically preached to them, with with the help of translators. He also built 40 churches for them, even despite attempts by their rulers to kill and get rid of him. He then left India to evangelize the population of Malacca, a Portuguese colony. He left other Jesuits behind to continue ministering to the people of India. There he met a Japanese nobleman named Anjiro, who was interested in Christianity. Francis learned about Japan and baptized Anjiro. Japan had never been visited by Christian missionaries, so St. Francis took it upon himself to do so. He reached Anjiro's home city, Kagoshima, and at first received a warm welcome. After this, however, 
the local nobility threatened the death penalty for anyone who converted to Christianity. He had difficulty ministering to the local population, and many people instead chose to hold on to their traditional Buddhist or Shinto beliefs. He established a few congregations, but the continuing hostility from the nobility forced these people to quietly practice their new religion. After this, Xavier felt that he had completed his work in Japan, and decided to return to Goa after leaving a priest behind to continue ministering in Japan. At this time, Francis now wished to minister to the people of China. Sadly, before he got there, he died of a fever at the age of 46. Francis Xavier was canonized by Pope Gregory XV on March 12, 1622, at the same time as Ignatius Loyola. He was a model missionary as well as a kind and caring person. Franciscan media puts it this way, Wherever he went, Xavier lived with the poorest people, sharing their food and rough accommodation. He spent countless hours ministering to the sick and the poor, particularly to lepers. Very often, he had no time to sleep or even to say his breviary, but as we know from his letters, he was always filled with joy. I hope that this great saint can be an inspiration in our lives. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. But wait, don't leave yet. Coming up this Thursday, December 7th, is the feast day of St. Ambrose. Evelyn Wagner wrote about this saint in the last issue of Volume 2. Here is her article. St. Ambrose by Evelyn Wagner. St. Ambrose was born in 340 in Milan, the second capital of Italy. He was born to a Christian family and had two siblings, Satyrus and Marcellina in Trier, Gaul, present-day Germany. Ambrose studied law, literature, and rhetoric in Rome. He was made governor of Liguria and Emilia around 372. After the former bishop of Milan died, Ambrose worked to prevent any uproars of the Arians against the Nicene Church at the election choosing the next bishop. While speaking, the assembly began calling for him to be the next bishop, but he refused. Ambrose attempted to hide, but one of his colleagues gave him up, and within a week he was baptized and consecrated bishop on December 7th, 374. As a bishop, Ambrose sold all his land and gave away all his goods. He was often more politically powerful than the emperor because he was so popular. He studied theology, the Old Testament, and Greek authors. He used all of this knowledge in his preaching. Ambrose impressed Augustine of Hippo, who before had thought poorly of Christian preachers. After Augustine met Bishop Ambrose, he reevaluated himself and changed his life. He was baptized in 387. Saint Monica, who was Augustine's mother, loved Ambrose. She referred to him as an angel of God who uprooted her son from his former ways and led him to his convictions of Christ. Ambrose tried to end Arianism in Milan. The Arians occupied many positions of leadership, but Ambrose was always able to stay one step ahead. Unfortunately, the Arians were able to increase their strength, and Emperor Valentinian II and his mother professed Arianism. They wanted some of the churches in Milan to be dedicated to this purpose, one in the city and one in the suburbs, but Ambrose refused. He spoke in front of the council and in defense of the church. If you demand my person, I am ready to submit, carry me to prison or death, I will not resist, but I will never betray the church of Christ. I will not call upon the people to succor me, I will die at the foot of the altar rather than desert it. The tumult of the people I will not encourage, God alone can appease it. The imperial court did not like Ambrose's religious principles, but he was sought out to help and speak to Manus Maximus to prevent him from descending upon Italy. In this, he was successful. However, the invader came back, and this time the embassy was not successful, and Milan was taken. Justine and Valentinian II fled, but Ambrose stayed. He is credited with doing a great service to the other sufferers during this time. In 385, Valentinian II ordered the Portian Basilica to be handed over to the Arians. Ambrose refused, and he and 
and his congregation barricaded themselves within the church until the Arians rescinded. In his later years, Ambrose retired to Bologna. He died on April 4, 397. His body remained in the church of St. Ambrosio in Milan. Ambrose was generous to the poor. To him, taking care of the poor was like taking care of Jesus himself. He is a confessor and doctor of the church. He is the patron saint of beekeepers, beggars, learning, and Milan, and his feast day is celebrated December 7th. St. Ambrose, pray for us. The author would like to acknowledge her use of catholic.org in this article. That's all I have for you in this episode. This episode was presented and written by Ben Wells. It featured an article written by Evelyn Wagner. This episode was produced and edited by Ben Wells. Subscribe on whatever platform you listen from to never miss audio content from the Good News Magazine. Check out our other content on our website, goodnewsmagazine.xyz, linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening.